Hi guys, now I will do a series on the Arabian Nights. The story number one, Sultan and the Shehzade. Long, long ago, there lived a Sultan called Shahriyar. He was rich and powerful. He had everything he wished for except a faithful wife. He married again and again, but no one of his wives was true and faithful. At last he said, all women are bad, I will kill them all one by one. He married a beautiful girl every day, but on the day after each marriage, he ordered his men to put her to death. The people hid their daughters for fear of the Sultan. No father wanted his daughter to marry the Sultan and die the next day. The Sultan grew angry. Bring me a good wife, he shouted to his wazir, or you shall die. The poor wazir didn't know what to do. He could neither eat nor sleep. His two daughters saw how worried he was. Shehzade was the elder of the wazir's two daughters. She was very, very beautiful and very clever. She spent her days reading and she had read thousands of old stories. What is the matter, father? She asked the wazir. Have you forgotten what the poet says? Unhappiness, like happiness, will soon pass. That is true, my daughter, but I am in great trouble. If I don't find a good wife for the Sultan, I shall be killed. Let me marry the Sultan, begged Shehzade. Oh no, the Sultan is a cruel man. He will kill you as he has killed the others the day after he marries you. I don't think that he will, said Shehzade with a secret smile. I have a plan. Shehzade would not tell her father about her plan. She begged him to go to the palace at once. He went and the Sultan agreed to marry Shehzade. Shehzade was dressed in her richest clothes for her wedding. In a fine carriage, she set out for the palace. Her sister, Dinarzade, was going there with her. On the way, Shehzade whispered to her sister, Dinarzade, listen to me. When I am with the Sultan, ask me to tell you a story. My story may interest him. It will. I hope make him forget his faithless wives. He will want to know the end of the story, so he will let me live until the story is ended. Then I hope he will want to tell me other stories. In this way, I may live a long time till I have no more stories to tell him. The Sultan married Shahzade. 
The wedding was like a funeral. Everybody was sad. Poor Sherzade. They thought tomorrow she must die. Indeed, early next morning, the Sultan was restless and angry. He always he was always like that early in the morning. Everyone was afraid of him at that time. That morning, everyone expected his order. Cut off the head of Sherzade. When Dinarzade saw how restless the Sultan was, she said to her sister, Oh, Shahzade, please tell us a story to pass the hours before dawn. I will do so gladly if the Sultan wishes, said Shahzade. The Sultan said he was willing to listen. And so, on the very first night before the dawn, dawn Shahzade began her story. Now, first is Ali Baba and the Forty Thieves. There was once a woodcutter called Ali Baba who was very poor. Early one morning, when he was cutting wood in the forest, he heard the sound of horses' hoofs. Thieves, he thought, and he was afraid. Very quickly, he climbed up into a high tree and hid himself among the branches. Forty thieves on fine horses passed under his tree. Ali Baba watched, shaking with fear. The thieves stopped. They took some heavy bags of their horses. The captain then led them to a rock nearby. Khulja Simsim, open Simsim, he cried. A door in the rock opened and the thieves followed their captain into a cave. Ali Baba waited. From sunrise to sunset, he waited. Then he saw the thieves come out of the cave. They had left all their bags behind them. Khulja Simsim, Ban Simsim. Shut down, Simpson, shouted the captain. The door in the rock shut. The thieves rode away. Ali Baba climbed down from his trees. From his trees. He went towards the rock. Khulja Simpson, open Simpson, he cried. The door in the rock opened. Ali Baba went inside the cave. The cave was dark but a thousand jewels shone bright in it. On all sides, there were bags and bags of gold. Ali Baba's eyes shone. Quickly, he fetched the bags that were on his donkey's back. Quickly, he filled these with gold and jewels. On the top of them, he put some wood so people would think he was carrying wood home. He and his donkey went outside. Shart Sassim or Shart Simsim. Ali Baba cried. The door in the rock shut. Ali Baba went home joyfully. Ali Baba at once showed his wife his golden jewels. 
how happy she was though to cousins and asked him to lend us his skills his wife obeyed at once his wife obeyed at once tasim ali baba's brother was rich and greedy so was his wife what is ali baba going to wear she wondered she said nothing to ali baba's wife but she put some fat on the scales the facts the fat made the scales sticky here you are she said bring them to me bring them bring them back as soon as you are finished with them ali baba's wife weighed the gold then she took the scales back thank you very much she said she did not see that a piece of gold was sticking to the scales kasim's wife did kasim she called come here and look at this then she said go and ask your brother where he got the, his gold kasim went at once to his brother's house where ali baba told him about the 40 thieves and the gold in the cave tomorrow i shall go and fetch some gold for kasim but to his brother he said only this you are a lucky man brother ali very early the next morning kasim went to the cave he took with him 10 donkeys and each donkey had a big box added on its back open simsim the rock the door in the rock opened kasim went inside the cave all his bags he could carry the door shut behind him kasim filled his bags with golden jewels kasim went back to the door for he wanted to carry his bags outside where his 10 donkeys were waiting the door would not open for kasim had forgotten the magic word he thought and thought but he could not remember it he could not get out he was a prisoner in the cave when the thieves came back they found 10 donkeys outside their cave inside they found kasim they killed him at once the next night ali baba went to look for his brother in the cave he found him there dead sadly he put his brother's body into a bag and carried it home in the morning the thieves returned to their cave where was kasim's body somebody has been here and taken it away they said someone knows our magic word we must find that man and kill him one of the thieves was called abdullah he was as cunning as a fox he said to the captain let me go i shall find his house i shall find out where he lives go said the captain go at once find the house and you shall have a bag of gold abdullah rode into the town did anybody die here yesterday he asked yes a man in the marketplace told him kasim did they have just buried him had kasim did kasim have any brothers no had kasim a brother yes ali baba is a, his brother can you tell me where ali baba lives that is the house over there the ones with white walls 
the thief went to Ali Baba's house. When nobody was looking, he took a piece of white chalk from his pocket. He drew a white cross on the door. Then he hurried away. Soon after this, Fatima, Ali Baba's maid, maid, came home from the market. She saw a white cross on the door. That is strange, she thought. What can it mean? It may mean danger for my master. She found another piece of white chalk and drew crosses on the door of many other houses. At this point, Shahzade looked up at the window. Look, she said, the sun is rising. I must stop. The Sultan must have a rest. No, no, said the Sultan. I want to hear the end of the story. Very well, replied Shahzade and continued. That night, the forty thieves rode into town. By the light of the moon, they began looking for a house with a white cross on its door. Here it is. I have found it, cried one. No, that it is, cried another. You are wrong. Here it is. This is it. I am sure about, I am sure this is it, cried Abdullah. They did not know which one was the house of Ali Baba. They had to leave the town without finding it. They were angry with one another, especially with Abdullah. Tomorrow, I I shall go myself to look for Ali Baba's house, their captain said. And I I shall make no mistake as this fool did. He struck Abdullah hard on his head as he said this. Abdullah fell senseless to the ground. Then they all went to sleep. The next morning, the captain rode into the town. He soon found the house of Ali Baba. He looked at it very carefully for a long time. I shall not forget it, he said to himself. On his way back to the cave, he made a plan. When he reached the cave, he called to his men, Bring me twenty donkeys and forty oil jars. These were brought to him. One of the jars was filled with oil. A thief climbed into each of the remaining jars. Do not move from there till I tell you to, the captain ordered. Late in the evening, he rode into the town once more. This time, he led 20 donkeys carry 40 oil jars. The captain of the thieves stopped at the door of Ali Baba's house. I am an oil merchant, he said with a pleasant smile. The inn is full. I can find no place there for myself and my jars of oil. May I stay at your house tonight? You're welcome, Ali Baba answered him. Leave your jars in the yard and come inside. Dinner is nearly ready. Ali Baba and his guest had dinner together. After dinner, they sat talking for a long time. The oil merchant had many interesting stories to tell and Ali Baba enjoyed listening to him. The hours passed and the light in the lamp grew weaker and weaker. Give me, bring me some oil from the 
lamps. Ali Baba shouted to Fatima. Fatima took a little lamp. By the light of this, she found her way to the oil jars in the yard. Fatima put her lamp down on the lid of the nearest oil jar. She lifted the lid of the next one. Inside there was no oil. There was a thief. Shall I come out now? The thief whispered. No, not yet, answered the cunning Fatima. She put the lid bar back on the jar. Fatima took the lid off the next jar. Shall I come out now? asked the second thief. No, not yet. Fatima lifted the lid of each jar. Each jar, but one held the thie- a thief. Thirty-nine thieves, forty thieves with the oil merchant whom Fatima rightly believed to be their captain. Oh, my poor master, Fatima thought. I must help him, but how? What can I do against forty thieves? I must do something quickly. Fatima went back to her master bringing the oil that he asked for. When she had filled his lamp, she went into the kitchen. She filled a pot with oil. She put this on the stove. When it was very hot, she carried it to the yard. She poured some boiling oil into the first jar and killed the first thief. Then she poured some in the second jar and killed the second thief. One by one, all the thieves were killed by the cunning Fatima. When Ali Baba had gone to bed and the house was silent, the captain crept into the yard. Come out, he cried to his men. Nobody moved. Come out, he shouted. Nobody moved. All was silent and still. The captain moved close to the first jar. He lifted the lid. He saw the dead thief. He lifted the lid of the second jar. Another dead thief. The third jar. Another, 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 another. All together, 39 dead thieves. The captain was so frightened that he ran away. He ran away as fast as his legs could carry him. In the morning, Fatima told her master what had happened. You you have saved my life, Fatima, Ali Baba said, and he gave her 40 bags of gold. And that, said Shahzadeh, is the end of my story. I hope it has pleased you. Yes, answered the Sultan. I know, I like such stories. Do you know any other stories of treasure in the caves or under the ground? Oh, many, very, very many. Then tonight, you shall tell me another one. The Sultan commanded. I shall be pleased to do so. That night, as the command of the Sultan, Shahzade began her second story. We will do the second story in the next episode.